There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hey guys, it's Stacey and Hutch, and apparently our bosses thought that we didn't talk enough. <laughs> so we're going to do a podcast. We're going to say too much. Hopefully we don't get fired, but it's a podcast, so they can't fire us for having our own thoughts. And we don't get paid for this, so how can you fire from something you don't actually do for a job? You're not getting paid? No, are you? Let's start the podcast. All right, it is Stacey Nutch, Say Too Much, powered by Mattress Galaxy. Hey, Miss Stacey. Hey! You know, uh, recording this in May, and if you're watching outside of May, just know that Mental Health Month is May, but it's also every single day of people's lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm excited to talk about this because I think, you know, the stigma of mental health, at least, wasn't really talked about, especially before COVID. Oh, right. And I know in the area, you and I kind of just said, hey, this is us. This is it. And people were like texting in shocked, like, you guys are talking about your own mental health issues like, on the radio? You're putting that out there? And like, well, yeah, because yeah. why not? Yeah. Our lives are, are that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so uh, we thought, you know, today, especially with uh, the music therapy that we do and uh, kind of bringing more awareness to it, we'd invite Marna in from Make It Okay. And Marna, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you coming in. Well, I'm so glad to be here and you I'm so glad you opened up with how important it is to talk about mental health and illness. Well, that's the thing. Like I, before pandemic time, people would use the word crazy and they'd use the word. And it's such a even I try not to say that word anymore. Um, but it was just kind of thrown away as someone was just Looney Tunes and whack and whatever words you adjectives you want to use to describe it. When I started experiencing it myself, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. It's one of those things where we are using these words, but not understanding what any of these words mean. So first off, let's talk pre-pandemic and mental health, especially, you know, I know for men, the stigma of mental health before pre-pandemic was very quiet. It was no one really talked about it much. Yeah, you are so right. And, you know, Make It Okay actually has been working on stigma, hard on stigma since 2017. Um, excuse me, 2013 uh, and 12. What's so important about that is that it has been a slow process to have communities start to think about this differently. And so the pandemic did change some things. It changed how much people are talking about mental health and illness. But we also have noticed it doesn't necessarily change how informed people are about mental health and illness. Oh. So there's still a lot of work to do. So of course, using less stigmatizing language, caring conversations that that reflect our humanity, not labeling people is at the core of all of this. And so is understanding that we all have a state of mental health and mental illnesses are common, extraordinarily common, one in five adults and we also all have a state of mental health every single day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's poor, sometimes it's great. So this is actually a common experience that's been silenced. 
by stigma. Well, we we always associate, I mean, people did before I did too, mental health is just bipolar or schizophrenia or, right. you know, the very severe. Or you're depressed because something happened. Right. And well, that's the only reason you'd be depressed. Like someone can't be depressed because they're rich and famous. What's there to be depressed about? Right. It doesn't work like that. Right. But it's, it. you're right. It's it's so much more than that. And we, we, we learned that in the pandemic, but we also learned, which is very scary, you said one in five adults, but we're learning more about the kids and the mm-hmm. children. We are that that you think before again before pandemic. Oh, you're just you know you're being bullied at school, or you're just you know it's someone else's, or it's, it, it, there wasn't much talk of it. And so, one of the good things I think the pandemic has brought out in people is the awareness of mental health. There are very few things about what happened <laughs> during mm-hmm. the pandemic, but yeah. I think the fact that people are more open to talk about it was a good thing. So. What is your mission? What is your uh, goal for make it okay? And and besides the stigma. Absolutely. You know, really starting 10 years ago, looking at stigma and over the last few years, especially with the learnings we've had as a result of COVID and some scientific surveys we use to measure stigma in the community, we have also focused on opening up two things. First of all, really more informed conversations. Um, helping people understand, like you said, Hutch, that not all mental illnesses are the same. They vary in terms of severity of symptoms. They vary in terms of treatment. And that um, those mental illnesses also don't make some, uh, don't deserve the kind of treatment around the language you talked about. Mm -hmm. At the same time, it's helping bridge between people who are seeking mental health support or wondering if they would benefit from mental health support, letting them know there are resources available. And those resources we've learned, especially during COVID and the tumultuous years we have had, especially here in the Twin Cities, there's really no wrong door to getting mental health care, but we know that people need different kinds of access, different kinds of resource that really speak to them. You know, had you mentioned men in one of our, um, surveys that we do in the community, we have found that men are four times more reluctant to seek mental health care than the women in that particular survey. And that's why I think men are more prone to wanting to take their own lives than women are because they don't feel like they can get the help. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's super sad. I don't know. Like, it's just like when people don't think they can get the help and the help is right in front of them, even right. though we hear all that you and I've talked about this is uh-huh. to get a therapy session, to get anything. It's, it's, it's super hard. hard. It. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really difficult. Because all you think of is, oh, for help, I just have to see a doctor. Right. You don't think of other resources. Mm-hmm. How, how, did, how did your organization, how did Make It Okay start? How did you get it together? Yeah, actually Make It Okay in 2012 started when health partners realized that even within our own mental health treatment care facilities, we had stigma. We had stigma that was getting in the way of people getting the very best care that they could. And so we actually partnered with a number of other community organizations, including NAMI of Minnesota, the East Metro Mental Health Roundtable, and other community leaders and said, we need to do something about this. Mm -hmm. And we started actually with our own care providers really saying, hey, mental health care is health care. And it should be treated in the same way and really made great strides. Since that time, what we've seen is this expansion of community partners. And so if I showed you a map 
of where Make It Okay is active right now, you'd see a lot in Minnesota, the entire state of Iowa, Wisconsin, and all over the country. Because Make It Okay is really about providing resources, messages, education, and connection so that people can learn more and show up better. Mm -hmm. That's what we're trying to do in communities, help people show up better and then connect people to care, resources, and support. Any, so, go ahead. I was going to say, so what, what do people do if they're like, okay, make it okay sounds like something that they can help me with. What do people do? Like, okay, I want to get a hold of make it okay. I yeah. want to see what it's about. What, what do people do? Yeah. Make it okay has a really great website. Make it okay.org. Super easy. And if you go there, there's some interactive experiences you can do to learn more. You can find um, resources that match what someone might be seeking. For example, resources for a, a rural population. If someone's um, wanting to know more about mental health in a rural area, there's resources there. Um, other resources for other groups as well. But what's important as well is we have free trainings and presentations. You know, mm -hmm. that post-COVID world that we all went virtual? Well, so did Make It Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's what we found is that we can have access people all over the country, actually. So every month there's free presentations that people can log in, sign up for, um, that really help tell the story and help equip people to do what I just said about showing up better, like learning what to say and not to say, mm -hmm. learning the basics about what mental health and mental illness are. And then if they want to, they can even be trained as an ambassador oh. and take that to their community wow. again. That's how it's spread all over the country. That is very cool. Well, there's a, and, and not only that and not only the presentations, but then you're meeting other people that have same problems or, or the same situation as yourself. You know, I know for me, a lot of my stuff has to do with making sure I tell myself self-affirmations. Because I, how I think of myself is maybe not how Stacy views me or someone else views me. And not that it matters about what other people think, even though we're in the business of keeping our jobs with what people think. Right. I know. It's just uh, a real mind it's, mess. It's, it's a, it is a mind mess. But but I have to, it takes work because I have to tell myself, whether it's me waking up saying, you know, if it's simple, something like, oh, I don't have enough money or saying, I'm going to make enough money, you know, and making sure that today, okay, it's going to be a good day and staying and saying, I don't know what I have to do today. You know, it's it's simple little things like that. But looking at the site and looking at your foundation, those are the things that you teach people that it's okay to do. It's okay to give yourself love. And that's something that I think we've, we're so focused on giving other people love that we mm -hmm. don't focus on ourselves. Yeah, we leave ourselves last, which is yeah. a mistake. And I know for me, I don't want to speak for you, Stace, but I know for me, because I know what you've been through, but for me, I had two issues. And in one I'm still struggling with today. It's anxiety that I'm struggling with today. But my other one was situational depression. I call it situational depression. Mm -hmm. It was the end of my marriage. And it was living like roommates, but trying to fix something that was already kind of just broken, you know? And and so that depression came in. And then when it ended and we fixed everything, it was great. But now my anxiety's still there. So mm -hmm. people have so many different things, not just one thing. It all just feeds in this big pot of soup. Mm -hmm. or hot dish, if you want to call right. it. And we don't know how to fix it. And that's what you guys do. You help people fix it. Yeah, I love how you describe just your own individual journey hunt, right? Because each person has an individual journey with this. Um, and most people, many people have an individual journey with, with mental illness and mental health. So I think that idea of fixing is a really important one to talk about. Because what you talked about was self-care. 
And I'm not sure I'd term it fixing, but we don't talk enough about self-care being part of recovery, part of managing whatever mental health concerns or challenges someone is facing. Um, I'll talk a little bit about healthcare people right now. You asked about COVID and what happened oh, after yeah. COVID, right? All the healthcare workers are just, they're just, uh, I mean, they're stretched so thin. Well, stretched so thin and a lot of trauma, frankly. Yeah. We also see that trauma in communities of color. We see that in other uh, groups as well. And the first step is also to empower people, like you just said, to take, give themselves enough priority to start self-care. And we actually have some new resources around resiliency and self-care, this tools to thrive guide. Like where do we start showing up for ourselves? Because that's how we show up for others. Um, that's important whether someone's living with uh, uh, symptoms of a mental health condition or not. If we're gonna show up for others, we need to first show up for ourselves. So Make It Okay does both. Help people um, get help and connection for their own mental health concerns and help us all show up better for each other. So, so it's both. How can people, I mean, it sounds like you guys are, even in the, the short 10 years you've been around, you're making a big impact. How can people get more information, get involved if they want to, and, and find help for themselves? Yeah, I'd really encourage folks to do two things. One, check out um, the website and get started. Um, see what the resources are there. And secondly, really learn on your own. NAMI Minnesota is a wealth of information just to get the vocabulary around. You were talking about an anxiety and depression. I think if someone we loved or ourselves was diagnosed with a physical illness of some kind, like diabetes, what's the first thing we do? Well, learn about it right. and then support them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's the simplest message here. Start to think about what mental health conditions are. They're treatable health conditions. And we respond to them societally and as people differently than we do if the diagnosis was diabetes. Mm -hmm. So the first thing, check out the website, learn more. And then I think the third thing is to really be like you both are, open and honest about our own journeys. Yeah. Because that has a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. To be able to share like you just did, Hutch, and Stacey, I've heard you do it before, to share about those concerns makes the way and opens the path for others to feel safe to do it. And I think we've all experienced some, and if you haven't yet, you will, because all of us are going to mourn the death of someone or a sadness over something happening because we're all going to have, like you said, situational depression at one point. So sooner or later, you're going to feel a mental trouble mm -hmm. and you're going to understand how this is. For some people, it's going to go away after a while. But for others like myself, I have, you know, major depression all the time. So I medicate myself. And then when I have situational on top of that, well, then it's a real party. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think too, on top of that, because I got to remind myself of this. I don't know if you do, but I was at uh, driving to the Mall of America the other day and going into the East Ramp, there was a, a woman just kind of in the middle of the turn lane. And instead of, you know, doing what I should have done, I'm like, oh my God, just get out of the way. Like, and she was talking to herself and she was like, there clearly was a problem that she had and I got mad right away yeah. and I didn't go in my head, Hey, pull over, see if she needs help, see if there's, you know, and, but that happens to a lot of people, even people with their own issues. You just think, okay, whatever I'm going here. I'm trying to get here mm -hmm. and I don't care. I'm just going to get mad. And you can't do that. 
because whatever that person, whether it's road rage or whether it's, you don't know, you know, and for us, you don't know what kind of day anyone's having. Right. And so when people email us or text us in, hey, you're a crappy father, Hutch, or Stacy, you sound <laughs> awful. You know, like we've, we've got to take a deep breath and say, you know what? I don't know what kind of day they're having. Yeah. It's hard to remember that sometimes because you have a knee jerk reaction, but we're all like that. But my, my reaction or your reaction, anyone's reaction could really do some major damage mm -hmm. to that person. Mm -hmm. And if we can stop and just take a step back and go, okay, there's a reason they're acting this way. Let's not ourselves have a knee-jerk reaction to it. So I think yeah. you guys do a great job as to, to getting the message out there, but not only that, but helping people. Mm -hmm. So thank you for coming in. I, we could talk more, could talk way more yeah, <laughs> with you. But uh, again, we appreciate your time. And again, that website, makeitok.org if you want to go there. So thanks for coming and appreciate it. Thanks both. Yes, there you go. All right. Um, hey, we got to talk about our friends over at Mattress Galaxy, by oh, the way. Oh, yes. Uh, because, you know, mental health also goes with sleep. Yes. You know, if you wake up and you haven't got enough sleep and you, you're you continuing to not get the greatest sleep. It takes a toll on your mental health as well as your physical health. Those yeah. things go hand in hand. And uh, there are studies that actually prove that. I've talked to Suzanne from Mattress Galaxy about that. And we were our eyes were opened by how much it can really affect you. Mm -hmm. So if you're having a hard time sleeping, just know that you're contributing to your own detriment. Yes. So so if you want to go to Mattress Galaxy, they have several locations, go in there and they'll help you figure out what's the best mattress for you. And the nice thing about them too is they are non-commissioned there. So you know they're not just going to try to sell you the most expensive, fanciest um, mattress they have. They just want you to sleep better. That's really the bottom line. Well, they are good sleep experts. They are. They're the best sleep experts. And so make sure you check them out. Hudson, Hastings, New Richmond, and Woodbury with the Sleep Sanctuary. The Sleep Sanctuary. You know, the Sleep Sanctuary. Can I talk about that real quick? Yes. It's beautiful. It's a good idea, but also a bad idea. Are you afraid you're going to nap in there? Correct. Yeah. It can be embarrassing because it is very uh, I'm gonna relaxing. I'm going to fall asleep in there. I know, and it's nice. Then they'll be like, sir, we're closed. <laughs> Why are you still here? Will you please go home, sir? Yes. Can you please go home? Yes. So there you go. <laughs> um, hey, uh, real quick here. Yes. Um, I see you have food. I do. We're going to do this a little bit later. But Ross, we made Ross try the for Snack Chat many months ago. We made Ross. You found a. The, a protein bar. Yeah, uh, it has protein. Yes, it's but it's a uh, beef like it's a beef stick. Like mm -hmm. a you had buffalo for him. Mm -hmm. Um, I found this one that you got, and it was in the bottom of my drawer. It was chicken sriracha. Mm -hmm. I'll try this one because it's chicken. Yeah, it's not buffalo, but it seems a little hot. But we're gonna do this for you, and okay. we'll we'll make Ross eat it too. Oh, Ross is gonna love it. Yeah, he'll love oh, it. Oh boy. Yeah. Hey, so. you should log in there, Rossi. Well, there right. he is. Um, so we're gonna try that, and then I won't show this one yet. And I kind of had a taste. I think you did too. I don't remember what it is. Let me pull it. Hold on. Oh, I do know yeah. what it is. Okay. It was really good, but shocking. Yes. Okay. I'm excited. I don't like that you guys both know what it is, but wouldn't say what it is. Well, because we couldn't wait. When it comes to candy, we can't wait to try it. We it's were just hard excited. Yeah. And I bought several of them so that we could open one on the download. Okay. But we ordered ourselves. All right, let's do it. Pass or play. Da, 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 da. It's time to pass or play with Ross, our producer. We're going to pass or play, and he will have things to do and stuff to say. <laughs> what are the standings, Mr. Ross? Uh, you lead seven to six. This could be a very big game in the standings. Your topics today. Let's ride the bus. Another Ross. <laughs> GDP. How well do you know Mac? Honest Abe said it. Oh. Stacy, you trail. You can go first. I want another Ross. 
How many times did Ross Geller marry and get divorced on Friends? Ooh, there was Carol. One, two. No options for her. Yeah, I don't really need them. Stop doing options. We don't need options. You don't need options? No. I tell you that every time we do this. No, you you told me to scale back from four to three. No, yeah, well, let's scale back to zero. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, bud. Thank you. I think he married uh, Carol, and then he married... Uh, Which one turned lesbian? Carol. Oh. And then there was... Uh, turned. I didn't mean to say turned. <laughs> I know what you mean. We all know what you mean. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, 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 Bless you. Jen. Allergy season, man. Aniston. What, whatever her name was. And then the British girl. <laughs> this is a mathematical yeah. equation happening Stacey is a friend's fiend. She knows it all. Well, I watched them all when they were first run, and then I saw the re- reruns. Now I haven't watched them in a while, but I think memory serves me properly. I believe he was married and divorced three times. Is that your final answer? I think so, yes. Yay, I got it right. So happy. Sorry, that's just the luck of the draw, Hutch. Well, she knew it was going to be a Ross. I mean, come on. There, how many Rosses do we all know on TV? Well, I thought maybe there was an evil Ross. Could have been Ross Perot. Oh, could have been. Oh, could have been Ross Perot, yes. And his charts. God, you and he you. loves charts. <laughs> Ross is such a nerd. Let's ride the bus. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, GDP. No, I'm going to do, uh, I'm gonna do uh, Mac. Which ingredient is not part of a McDonald's Big Mac? I. Oh, okay. This has to have options. Because <laughs> I could say ketchup. And I'd be right. Onions, lettuce. Pickle or tomato? Tomato, final answer. That's correct. <laughs> I just, I'm so in my head when it comes to planning this game. Options, no options. It. I'm glad I didn't get that one because you I don't. said tomato? I don't really remember. I've only had one. She only had, so yeah, Stacy, when I first got here, revealed to me she's never had a Big Mac before. Nope. And she got it during the pandemic and thought it was great, but never had one since. I bet you I've only had a handful. There are other things that when I go to McDonald's, I prefer to get. I'm more I'm more excited about the chicken sandwich, the crispy one. The new oh, one, yeah. yeah. Or the McChicken is really good, the smaller one. The McChicken, one. that's, oh, the, that's, that's the, one. the one, the crispy McChicken. Wait, I think that's about, the same. Are you talking about the crispy one or the McChicken? I don't know if the, the big difference. One? I don't know, but it's crispy. No. And, and there's mayonnaise the on it. And there's, the shredded, there's shredded lettuce. Oh, that's the McChicken. Okay. It's really good. Sorry, guys. McDonald's talk Hutch, is over. Big on Disney, big on McDonald's. Yes, he is. Let's ride the bus. GDP, Honest Abe said it. Um, let's see. Let's do Honest Abe said it. How long is four score and seven Ooh. years ago? Oh, I used to remember this. I remember I went and delivered a teacher of the week one time. Mm-hmm. And and they asked me that, and I got it wrong, and then I found out what, what it, they told me what it was, and then now I can't remember what it was, because it was kind of funny, because they thought it was hilarious that I didn't know. But they all knew, because they were studying Abe Lincoln. Yeah. Ask them now if they know. Right. They were in fourth grade then. Yeah, that's also it, right? You right. know it at the time. But when you... I didn't know when I was well, researching this. Four score. Okay, I think it is... Four score is... You can pass it five, if you want. No, because you know it. I didn't give you any inclination that I knew it. I think that you know it. You also think I'm a dummy. Yes, but I think that you also know how to work this game, and I know that you know that. Okay. I believe four score is 
Oh, am I supposed to say four score and seven? Yes. Yes. So you have okay. to add it together. Okay. 27. You're going to go with 27. See, you did know it. <laughs> 47. It's actually 87. Oh, dang it. Oh. <laughs> but. Oh, I get the point, you, though. You still back. I thought the score point. was 10. No, I think it's, it is 20. It the is score 20. Is 20? Yep. So four score would be 80. Because it was four score, seven years, our found, founding fathers. So that would have been 18 or 1776, right? That was the speech. Four score, seven years, oh. our founding fathers. I think he was talking about independence. And I could be completely wrong right now. But well, that would have been 87 years ago from when he was president. That makes yeah, sense. That yeah, because I didn't too. know what that meant. I can't verify that at the moment, but that does make sense. All so right. it's 87. Hutch, you're going for the win here with Ooh. Let's Ride the Bus. Let's Ride the Bus. Or GDP. Let's ride the bus. All right. Per trackschoolbus.com. I know we all go there daily. The average full-size school bus is about how many feet long? So you do need options. I do here. need options on this one, yes. <laughs> this and the Big Mac one needed options. 25, 35, 45, or 55 feet. How long is the average okay. full-size school bus? It's going to be 45 or 55. I'm 6'3", so if I lay down... Five times. That's 35. I'm going to go 45, final answer. Oh, is it 55? No, believe it or not. And I actually had to text somebody who is a bus driver. Yeah. It's 35 feet. Really? But if you really do the math and you picture yourself laying down, I yeah. just did the math yeah. and I did 35, but I'm like, it's longer than me. But, so, I, oh. so, you know, it's funny. I drove by one yesterday and I looked at it and went, I bet you it is 35 feet. But really? I always thought it was bigger. Yeah. But I suppose it would be hard to maneuver if it was that long, you know. But I mean, 35 feet is a lot if you really think about it. It is. Stacy's still in the game. This is for the win, huh? Yeah, this is for the win. Ooh. GDP. Uh-oh, this could be oh, We all saved the math one for last, assuming it's math. I hope not. Ugh. Oh, you would assume wrong. No oh, good. good. What it's does GDP not. stand oh, for, Stacy? Oh, um. Darn, I don't know it. You yeah. should pass it to me. No. <laughs> um, I don't I'm not sure. Oh, I wish I knew this one. Um hmm. This is me multitasking, by the way. I'm literally sending a work email while we're playing this game. Okay, good. I'm trying well, to think. You should because you don't work on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, not this Friday, because I'm working on Saturday with you two goons. Oh, wait, it's not work. Yeah, it is. Let's, we'll talk about it. So for... says the time card. <laughs> I, can't, I I I've never actually looked it up. Um, I'm just gonna have to guess, and I know it's gonna be wrong. Generated. Dem. Dumb. Dumb personality. Gross domestic product. That is correct. Hutch <laughs> is our winner. And I don't know why I know it. I have no clue why I know it. Well, because I haven't heard that in a long... I mean, you hear it on the news, but they always just say GDP. They don't say gross domestic product. No. Do you know what I think is the best part about that? Mm. I know that that's what it stands for. I still to this day... You don't know what it, what it means? I still to this day can't tell you why it's important, what it means. I mean, I know it's... it's. I can't. I just don't want to tell you. Okay, thank oh, you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? What? It's time for Snack Chat. Yay. What's the latest grub? Soup's on, fat boy. You'll find out what's an oral gasm. Your chicken is delectable. And what's dorm food. Because it's time to test your taste buds as we now present Stacey and Hutch's Snack Chat. All right, we're going to start with this one. Stacey got this for us. Remember the buffalo one you tried? 
This is chicken. Oh, this chicken. is chicken sriracha. Now, Stacy won't do it because it's sriracha <laughs> and it's super spicy. I don't like spice. Um, but this is chicken sriracha bar, 100% natural chicken. It's from Epic is the company. Uh, do you want to try it? You're not going to let me out of this, are you? Because here's the thing. Stacy says she doesn't do spice. Ketchup is too spicy for me. I'm not lying. I'm, I'm gotta, awful. You, no, spice. I'm not letting you out because you did the buffalo one. Yeah, just well, let me. Just I'll do it first. Tiny, yeah, let me know how bad it is. I'm really bad at spice, but I'm also dealing with allergies right now, so it might not hit like it normally does. Mm. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Sinuses are cleared. <laughs> how are you feeling over there, bud? Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's like you're ready to go partying, right? You just get your segment. Let's go. It's not too bad for you two. It'd be too bad. If I think there's a kick, then I know you two would hate it. Mm. Because you're pretty good with spice, right? You're okay. Buffalo, mild. Yeah. Buffalo, hot, maybe. But that's anything more than that. I can do a little bit. Like, if you go to a Chinese restaurant and they ask you, like, this... The spice scale, that's always tough because everybody's spice scale is it's different. different. Right. Yeah. And you're like, it's Minnesota spicy. And I'm right. like, that doesn't mean anything to me. But they'll always do it on like a one through five scale. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that depends. Is your three actually a three or is your three a five or a one? So you know, what like- is what is your spice level, guys, then? So like, I know you said ketchup and you're, you're joking, obviously, because you can go to Buffalo Wild Wings and get like a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can do some. I just it's even like most hot sauce that is legit hot sauce, not just like a flavorful like one. Like Red hot, yeah, too hot. Really, yeah. I, I, Parmesan uh, parm gar at Buffalo Wild Wings. I can do that. Okay, yeah, I can because that. that has a little kick. Yeah, it's got a little bit of okay. a kick. But I can and I can do like teriyaki. What about you? Well, of course, anyone can do. T- it's just yeah. sugar. But anything with like a spice, an actual spice level, can't do it. Red hots are too hot for me. Red hot can't. Oh, they, those are those are actually super hot. Fireballs. I hot can't tamales. do fireballs. Oh. I can only have a few hot tamales, and then I'm like done. What about those cinnamon things? Can you do those? Those? Oh, those are fireballs, aren't those? I don't know. Yeah, the little round are, red yeah. ones, those are the cinnamon and imperials. Yeah. Though. Oh, yeah. See, red those, hots. Because you, yeah, you put red hots on your cookies one time. Yeah, and they were too hot. And they were too hot. I was like, is it just me? Maybe it's just me. You had some the other day. What restaurant did you go to? Uh, I went to an Italian restaurant, Jadidio's, and oh. I ordered something that I thought was just like, tort- it was just like tortellini. And the sauce was so spicy. I was like, what the heck? And so was my salad. There's and I was a, like, I can't finish this. There's I have to go a chicken home and relax. tortilla soup at Costco that you could buy. And it's really good. But there are some batches that are just spicier than others. And by the time I'm done, like, I'll finish it. But I'm going like this. I'm like, it's just soup from yeah. Costco. <laughs> and then the next day, I had lunch somewhere. And I ordered something that it was like a rice bowl with, like, something else in it and chicken and stuff and i was like this isn't spicy right because it didn't say it was spicy oh no and they got spicy spicy so i was like two two meals in a row i got no food from right now uh stacy got this last week it is the limited edition hershey's white cream with sprinkles and popping candy remember the pop rocks (laughs) yeah they are in the candy now we've tried them okay and um this is intriguing to me yeah it was fun it's it's super good here's the thing i'm gonna tell you to do russ okay there you go do you have to suck on it? Suck on it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Don't suck chew it. it. Suck it, Ross. <laughs> I'm going to chew it because I really want suck some chocolate right back. now. You feel the pop okay, here so and there. You, did you? How many did you take? Just one square? I'm just take one. Mm, it's so good. This is my new to... favorite candy bar. But It's suck a lot. On it. It's a lot. It's very sweet. Mm. Yeah, you got to suck on it. It'll pop here and there. <laughs> you don't like it? No, it's fine. It's just weird. Right, because it pops. You really have to suck on it. I'm trying to get a pop sound, but 
It's good. I like them. I like Rice Krispies, too. You know, like when you hear mm-hmm. them pop in the water. Or the water in the milk. Because I didn't think Pop Rocks would go with white chocolate, but they do. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're super good. If you like white chocolate, I think mm-hmm. you'll like mm-hmm. this. Oh, for sure. It's very, very sweet. Mm. Are you done with It's that? very 4th of July-y. Can I have it? Mm-hmm. Ross, you don't get the rest of this. No, you get the rest of it. I don't, I don't need it. It's so good. There you go. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good find. It's, yeah. Where'd you get that? Um, Cub Foods, I think. Mm. Oh, weird. It's like all gone in my mouth, but they're still like residual popping. Yeah, I'm so no. <laughs> You'll crunch down on them when um, you don't know it. Well, there you go. That's it. That is our podcast, powered by Mattress Galaxy. Mm. You got some spice in your eye. <laughs> What's going on there, buddy? No, it's really good. I was just itching. Okay. Don't judge me. Pop He's rock crying. in the eye. Oh, pop rock eyes. All right, you can follow us on our socials, Hutch KS95, Stacy with an I, KS95, and the Ross Brendel. Oh, by the way, oh, I'll say that in a second. Our Marvel after credit scene. Are we allowed to talk Wait about that? Wait for it. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it's a secret. No, it's or... a good tease. Stick around. Yeah. Marvel after credit scene comes up always after the show. So if you ended the show early at our socials, you've missed a you've lot of stuff. You've been missing a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. But I'm going to say we'll be back next week. Hey, it's Crisco, and you can get in on the playoff action and win up to 100 times your money in prize picks. As you and the world's best players take the game to a new level during basketball's postseason, I have won so much money on prize picks, $100 on football before. I've won $65 on a bet that I made for the NBA. It is so easy to do. I made a killing during March Madness. It is awesome, and it's so easy. You can turn $10 into $1,000 with picks for basketball, hockey, and so much more. And with prize picks, they make it so easy with quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types that make prize picks the number one fantasy sports app. So all you have to do to win like me is download the app today and use code CDW for your first deposit match up to $100. With prize picks, pick more, pick less. It's just that easy. Again, download the app today and use code CDW for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel or are we no, I'm excited because Saturday we're going to do this. Um, Stacey and I have anger issues sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm still eating the chocolate. You mean all the sleep on your mattress galaxy bed has not pushed out the anger issues? Not oh, the anger. No, I make her angry. I, oh, got it. Okay. I get my yeah. rest. Okay, got it. So yeah. She gets her rest so yep. she can deal with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then she goes home and mattress galaxy no, takes care No, this Saturday okay. we're all going to a record room. Yes. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm bringing the kids. I heard this because somebody told me. Marissa, mm-hmm. you were firing some Molotov cocktails at me that I was not privy to. What? Well, I don't remember what was something I doing? about your kids are going to get to meet weird old Ross on oh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah, that's you know I talk about you like that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, weird Uncle it's Ross. Our, our love language is actually digs. You know I will call you weird Uncle Ross. <laughs> okay, great. You're going to be weird Uncle Ross for sure. So that I'm thinking I'm trying to do the math here. So we're going to do most of that podcast on Saturday, but that will yeah, probably you got to get some you got to get equipment from Jim. 
Okay. Get a recorder and a mic, and then we'll just okay. Even if we just put together a video or something. So we're talking about, but yeah. you'll be able to. You'll be. I, I suggest you guys always watch the podcast. Yeah, because it's more fun. Mm-hmm. You get to see the snacks and kind of what we're doing and all that stuff. But yeah, so it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, and we'll drop that in what a week or two then from we'll now. See. Yeah. yeah. Cool. We'll, we'll see when we get it edited together and all that stuff. But we'll yeah. talk about our experience at Record Room because, like Stacy and I said, sometimes we just need to break stuff. Yes. You know a word I can't say? You just said it. You did a good job. I can't do it. What? I can't say I can, but it takes a lot of work. Edited it. Edited it. Edited it. Oh, I get it. Edited it. I did understand. You edit it? Yeah, see, you do. You could do it well. I edited it. Edit it's, it. Edit it. Edit, not edited. Edit it. Did you edit it? Not did you edited it? No, but I know is that. It edited? But my brain. Is it ed- yeah, there you it's go. It's just it's a tongue twister for Just my say, brain. is it edited? Is it edited? Good. Good. Thank you. Good job, nice. weird Uncle Ross. You guys are Yay, so good for Uncle my self confidence. By the way, did you notice real quick here that we're going long? That Ross said hanging out with us was basically work and he's putting it on his time card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, for the podcast. Why wouldn't I put it on my time never card? Hang out with me for fun. <laughs> you have to hang out. I have to basically say, hey, book this fun <laughs> event for work and then you'll hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Well, you just said it for work. So it's work. Whatever. We will go out after the event. All right. Love you. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Happen. No, we won't. I got my kids. I'm not taking them out to see you in public. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Nobody needs to see that. Bye. We'll see you guys next time.